The Other Side of the News is a current and dynamic companion to augment the discussions from The Other Side of Midnight. We investigate, explore, and extrapolate facts to gain better understanding of current affairs and events, and thus... To bring comfort and calm to our wide international audience. It's a spontaneous commentary. Based on well-verified references vetted through vigilance and discernment. Our desire, desire is to awaken your imagination with questions. Questions that have not been asked, yet need answering. The other side of the news is a place where you can come and be with us in community. Learning new things, asking questions, getting compelling answers, and interesting viewpoints. It's about curiosity. We present thought-provoking questions to incite your mind, propelling you to see the world in another way. Propelling you to see the world in another way. With clear insights and fresh perspectives on global events. Tune in for a balanced view of the other side of the news. Welcome. My name is Timothy Saunders. I am one of your trio of co-hosts on this 68th edition of The Other Side of the News. I'm speaking to you this early morning from Turkey's Aegean coastline, which is currently experiencing a heat wave. As the sun rises here, whichever time zone you are currently experiencing, hopefully you're relaxing into the show and you get to hear some fascinating insights from our latest guest. I'll soon be joined by co-host and producer Kintia from the, her wheelhouse near San Francisco, together with co-host and researcher Annette Driscoll, who is also currently in the Bay Area. This show is entitled Decoding the Cosmos. While my car is not a scientific instrument, I did see the thermometer display 47 degrees Celsius today, which is around 117 degrees Fahrenheit for all those using the imperial system. While the summer is indeed warming up, it is not significantly warmer than last week during the second national Bayram holiday in Turkey, when this part of the country was flooded with holidaymakers. However, this year, something unusual is occurring. Bill Gates was in town. Apparently, he dropped in from his yacht to have dinner with friends. Frankly, I'm surprised he has any. But he was also reported to be at one of the local prestigious hotel restaurants wonder why to discuss the CDC's new modified PCR signature perhaps to talk about buying up some more fleets of private jets maybe to discuss another Turkish land acquisition or perhaps to select the new batch of victims to test his latest variant uh, um, I mean vaccine uh, sorry I mean his experimental DNA altering poisonous injection or did he come to personally apologize for selling windows which contained enough viruses to warrant selling its antivirus app in parallel at extra cost. Apparently, his check totaled around $10,000. Strangely, within a sunset or so of his departure, the emerald green pine and olive woodland, which grows extensively and breathes oxygen over the entire county, caught fire in around 20 different sites. Well, this is not the first time this has happened for accidental or nefarious land grabbing reasons. It is strange this large number of some 20 fires started almost at the same time. 
Moving on to a more global perspective, the news this week has been dominated by the CDC's official statement regarding its U-turn and changes to future use of the RT-PCR in 2022 onwards, which includes two new tests, which of course includes fingers in pies a la Bill Gates. This has been covered by many trusted sources and more. John Rappaport, who has been on top of this pandemic since the start, wrote an excellent article. You may find the links below. This is a big deal because by the CDC openly stating the all-important reference signature, which all RT-PCR tests, inverted commas, have been compared with to potentially generate a positive result, which has been responsible for the diagnosis of many millions or perhaps billions of COVID-19 cases worldwide, has in fact all along been a simulated hypothetical reference signature. We have mentioned that before as opposed to a real-life extracted viral sample. What's more, it comes to the light there was not just one computer-generated hypothetical reference signature, but 59, which means every time a case was diagnosed, it was based on the assumption the PCR reference signature was one of the 59 guesses, or maybe all 59, who really knows. Not only were the number of RT-PCR cycles wound up, far in excess of the Nobel Prize winning inventor Kerry Muller's maximum recommendation of 20 cycles. Perhaps each result was compared with all 59 signatures. Now, that would generate some additional false numbers, wouldn't it? Even more pivotal, this new CDC admission has the potential to bring down the entire COVID house of cards as the RT-PCR was the chosen instrument used by the minority to generate cases since the start. The cases justify the emergency measures. The emergency measures empowered the WHO, yeah, who wrote the protocol, to push the government's weak puppet leaders aside, mandating them to enforce useless masks, anti-social distancing, and lockdown protocols. These same cases are used by the prostitute mainstream and social media to religiously create 24-7 fear porn most cults would die for, showcasing profiting liars such as Neil Ferguson and Anthony Fauci, to name a few to preach to their flock. The fear was used to wear down people's psychology and well-being. It's also used as a control mechanism to bring in the experimental DNA-altering poisonous injections and to create the propaganda to program those who sheepwalk to virtue signal and, more sinister, attempt to police those who already are awake. Now, just visualize. Take away the RT-PCR means taking away the cases. Without significant cases, the emergency measures are no longer valid, revealing the minority's naked strategy to simply bring in the New World Order, Fourth Industrial Revolution, and their parallel transhumanism agenda to grab our freedom, to increase controls through digital identity, digital money, and potentially affect the health of individuals through digital technology. This is the scam and the crime of the century. And yet I, like many others, am having to spell this out. These perpetrators will be brought to justice, where millions continue to awaken each week to this cold hard reality the upside is, once awake, there is every potential to create a new and better future. 
For those who continue to sleep, there are only a certain number of snoozers left. While many believe their future is written in stone, other others believe our future is written in the stars. Personally, I believe we live in an incredible time, a time where the future is infinitely malleable, where the shape of our future is destined by our positive intent and manifested by our own hands. I very much look forward to hearing our guests' perspective regarding this essential awakening process, all with a view to illuminate the best path to lead us to a positive outcome. You may find us at www.theothersideofthenews.com. There you will see details for this show, quick links to our bios, as well as links to our show items, references, and selected research. As usual, there is a huge collection of information to read, watch, and listen to, most of which has been handpicked from independent sources. I urge you to study them and even download your own copies sooner or later as the censorship robots work around the clock to rewrite our history in real time. During the last week, we have seen an inundation of remarkable events and headlines reported in the news to discuss, validate and present each topic in correct context could all too easily fill up an entire show by itself. As the other side of the news is not per se a typical news show, and in order to make the best use of our available time, I believe we should plot a direct course to greet the guest and the rest of our team. Tonight, we have Miki Klan. Good evening, Kintia. Good evening, Anessa. How many RT-PCR reference signatures have you made up this week? <laughs> well, I haven't made up any. <laughs> but I do talk about that a lot, don't I? Mm. Well, I, I think I think you're on to something. Of course, uh, we we're seeing a lot in the uh, in the news, and maybe it's the alternate news, but it is seeping out into the mainstream. And some of the mainstream players are actually giving us the news that you know their their facades are all cracking, and the truth is creeping out of the cracks, like we've always said it would. Eventually, you can't you just can't hold this down. So. I look at it as extremely positive uh, this week, what we're seeing come out and uh, high-level doctors. Uh, there was one doctor, uh, I have it on the Patrick Henry channel, there was an Italian doctor that was up there supposed to be promoting the, uh, the vaccines and she got up on live television and just let it rip about how dangerous and, and uh, what, a, what a deadly thing they were and they couldn't shut her up. And I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> so, and then we're seeing a lot of... Uh, uprising all over Europe in particular, but all over the world, uh, you know, people are saying no to these vaccine passports. And uh, even even though the mainstream media is refusing to report most of it, it still is getting out there that, for example, France, what's going on in France, that's so, so wild that they can't even keep that one undercover. So I think there's all kinds of good stuff going on. So what do you think, Cynthia? Well, good evening, everyone. This is Kinthea, and I am so delighted of what's going on in uh, Europe in terms of protests. In uh, London, on the 26th of July, was a huge rally with thousands and thousands of people. And David Icke and his son Gareth gave uh, talks there, my first two links in my section, and... Uh, Listening to Dave, it was like listening to Braveheart in the movie Braveheart when he shouts for freedom. It was really a, ooh, a rising call. It chills up and down my spine. Very inspiring. And I'm, I'm 
so impressed and delighted. I keep saying this in the other countries, how people are standing up for their freedoms. And I'm really holding the vision that the Americans will be more vocal, like the Europeans. They remember what it was to have fascism over there. And we've had it too comfy. You know, we just like, uh, we don't remember and the youth don't know it all. So... I am greatly encouraged by the momentum I see that's taking, you know, taking a hold of the world, literally the world. And I love the idea that tonight we're going to explore cycles and um, the relationships of parts and how they fit together. Our guest, Mickey Klon, is uh, really, um, she's a researcher. She loves astronomy, numerology, gematria, mythology, and the prophecy of the Book of Revelations. When we look back at each of the key events that have been taking place on the Earth plane over the past seven years, we realize there's an entire story being played out in heavens above, and it is undeniably biblical. That's what she's going to bring to us, an understanding of how these parts fit together. We're witnessing a true miracle as humanity rises up from centuries of manipulation and mind control. This great awakening will most certainly reign in the golden age, and it will be the greatest story ever told in human history. Miki also has her own YouTube channel where she shares her research, current events, and ascension through meditation, wellness, and spirituality. And I'd like to add here for all the women in the audience that Mickey is an amazing entrepreneur. Her third business, uh, Golf Nations, serves a very unique niche and it's across the country. And kudos to this wonderful woman entrepreneur. So, Mickey, welcome to the other side of the news. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, we're delighted. We're delighted. I'm actually going to bring Annetta back on because she's more familiar with your work and I'd like her to start you off and then I'll come back in later. Annetta? Yes. Well, I, I was, uh, uh, I was so lucky to hear, uh, Nikki and a couple interviews. And so I wanted to bring her to our audience. Uh, I found your work, Nikki, absolutely fascinating and that it was really about, a decode, as our as our title of our show indicates, that it was using these tools that we've been given to decode the information, and uh, that how we are really experiencing this this uh, story isn't right the right word maybe have a better word for it but this this experience we're having right now the whole planet is experiencing it together and that uh, it's something that will go down in history and it's 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 an it's an amazing time and we're actually right in the middle of it so with that i'm going to have you start with where you started and how you got going and and you know how, how you normally start this off when you're explaining it to people and let you have at it here sure no problem well speaking of decode um you know i first learned about the QAnon, um, the Q, the Q boards back in 2020. Um, I was kind of late to the party, uh, and I didn't really know much about it, but I started reading some of the drops and they were explaining that we should be thinking out of the box and that we should start questioning the news. And I recommend that if anyone hasn't actually read directly from the source, they go to QAlerts.app. 
um, because it really started to open people's eyes and it gave us clues on where to start researching. So we started looking at social media. What is Trump saying? What are, you know, some of the other um, players or the patriots talking about on Twitter? Uh, we looked at events and headlines. Are they real? Are they fake? We were looking at timestamps and deltas, meaning if there was a, a, a Q drop or something, and then a year later, something exactly on the exact same date occurred, that would be considered a one-year delta. And then there were two-year deltas, meaning that clearly this was an insider operation. This was an inside military operation that was legitimate and legitimized by future headlines. They say often that future proves past. We were looking at numerology and we we're starting to learn what is the meaning of these numbers? You know, what does this mean to the cabal? What does this mean to, um, from an energy standpoint, what does this mean to the alliance? But then we started, I started layering in the astronomy and then also the story of the book of Revelation and the prophecy of the end times and just how similar all of this was. And I'm now realizing there are just so many more layers. There's Greek mythology, there's Roman mythology, and I'm starting to realize that the story of the stars and there are multiple stories playing out. It's not just the one, but I think today we're going to focus just on how this is biblical. And Q has said in nine different drops that it's biblical, and nine is the number for most high. So uh, I have presented a few slides. If anyone wants to follow along, you're more than welcome to see the visuals for this presentation. Um, but one of the first slides, I break down the definitions of some of these words that you know, the deep state or Hollywood has got us thinking really that are very negative, words like apocalypse or end times. It sounds so doomy and gloomy because we've seen so many, you know, you know, Hollywood movies that make it seem so, but that's actually not true at all. So let's demystify a few of these terms first. So revelation is the divine or supernatural disclosure to humans of something relating to human existence or the world or the world. So again, this is a time of disclosure, a time of revelation. I often say conspiracies are only theories until they become revelations. The Redeemer is a person or group of people who redeems something or someone. Um, the apocalypse is an unveiling or unfolding of things not previously known, a.k.a. an awakening. So an apocalypse does not mean the end of the world. This means awakening for, you know, for us to become aware of ascension. Um, end times is, again, the end times for them. It states very, very clearly in Revelation that this is the end times for the devil himself, that he knows his time is short. Uh, so the end times, if you look it up um, in the dictionary, is the revolution, the days leading up to the time when the world will be judged. Jubilee is a 50-year anniversary or of a reign of activity. Uh, slaves and prisoners will be freed. Debts will be forgiven. And what's very interesting about the Jubilee is that it was precisely 50 years ago that Nixon took us off the gold standard. And I believe he did that under duress. I believe Nixon was one of the good guys. But he took us off the gold standard on August 15th. And that 50-year anniversary is coming up this coming August. So we may see quite a big disclosure um, as we've seen this alliance work on timestamps. Uh, in the past. The tribulation is a relatively short period of time where everyone will experience worldwide hardships, persecution, disasters, famine, war, pain, and suffering, which will affect all of creation and precede judgment for all. Haven't we all been affected by coronavirus? 
But I think that that is just the tip of the iceberg. I think that the pain and suffering of these endless wars on terror, the wars that have been going on, you know, for well over 100 years um, that were literally banker wars, um, I think there have been so much pain, famine, and, and you know, suffering that was really unnecessary. And like I said, ladies, feel free to jump in anytime. Uh, so I'm going to talk first about um, the, the book of Revelation chapter 12. This is the sign in the heavens where a lot of astronomers really started to pay attention. And it's my second slide on the website. Um, but in chapter 12, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, so bear with me. But it basically says, a great wonder appears in the heaven. A woman clothed with the sun and the moon at her feet and a crown of 12 stars above her head. And she's crying out in pain as she's giving birth. This is a sign that we have not seen in the heavens above for 7,000 years. It is extremely rare. This is even more rare than what the three wise men were looking for when Jesus was born. So what you have here is you have the woman or the Virgo. She's a virgin in the heavens above. She's on the ecliptic line and she's the only female on the ecliptic line that's in the heavens above, which is basically the line where all the planets, the sun and the moon travel through. Uh, she's clothed with the sun because the sun is over her shoulder. The moon is at her feet, and she has a crown of 12 stars above her head, meaning that nine of the stars are from Leo, and three of them are called wandering stars or planets. So Mercury, Mars, and Venus all line up perfectly to create a crown above her head. So you have, then you have Jupiter. Jupiter is our king planet. He has done a full retrograde. You can kind of see in the green line if you're looking at the slide, but he has done a full loop or retrograde in the womb of the Virgo, and he's now coming out of her womb so as to give birth to a child, and she's crying out in pain. So I feel like this is really undeniable. People have tried to dispute that this happened or didn't happen, but it occurred on September 23rd. 2017. They're not really disputing that it happened. They're just saying they may have seen other times in history where this pattern showed up, but nothing was this exact, this precise. So this being chapter 12 in Revelation caused me to really take note and go back in time three and a half years and then go forward in time three and a half years. So my research took me, if you want to look at the next slide, um, so in the heavens above, um, Jupiter moves from right to left, okay? So it actually moves opposite of our standard timeline. So on the right, we have Jupiter starting in Gemini. And I'm going to take you on a journey back when, when Trump was tweeting at this time, Kim Clement was speaking at this time. There were a lot of things going in, into place at the beginning of what I consider to be the tribulation. And then I'm going to take you on a journey from the beginning of the tribulation all the way to that midpoint that we just talked about. I just always start at the midpoint so that people can see just how biblical this is. And then I'm going to take you forward into the end point, which I'm showing that the tribulation actually ended March 6, 2021. That's when we knew we won. There, there may be a lot of work to continue to do, and it may feel like this is dragging out, but I truly feel that's when um, the, the, the major hardships, the war ended um, and the alliance officially won. So let's take a, a, a walk back to 2012. I'm going to take you all the way back to 2012. Jupiter is just um, exiting Taurus. And at that time, Putin um, became president again of Russia. We had Xi Jinping taking a more prominent role um, in uh, China. We had um, 
this was part of the prophecy of uh, Nostradamus, was that the Third World War would begin in 2012. We also had um, Trump doing something quite interesting. He actually registered a, an LLC by the name of Jupiter Golf Club, and he registered that on September 28, 2012. Now, I'm going to come back to that date, but it's very interesting that he registered it as Jupiter Golf Club not Trump National, Jupiter Golf Club. And that was registered on September 28th, 2012. So um, the next thing that really caught my eye is fast forwarding into November 20, uh, sorry, 2013. Now this was November 3rd, 2013. Okay, so November 3rd is election day. Seven years to the Delta, so seven years in the future, was our latest election. He tweets out, Awesome new clock at Trump Jupiter would look so good between range, putting green will happen. Now, Trump is a master at doublespeak. He's a master at Geometria. And what he's saying here is it's an awesome new clock. So he's saying, look at the Zodiac, look above. The Zodiac, also known as the Maseroth in the Bible, is a clock. The stars are always moving with the sun. And he's saying to look at Trump, Jupiter, meaning and even though he's talking about his golf club, he's saying, watch what Trump does and watch what Jupiter does in the heavens above. And then he's saying, would look so good between range, putting green. And we're going to talk about that because that's part of the future story. But he's saying will happen. So that, again, that's him projecting into the future. So let's talk just really quickly about astronomy versus astrology. Astronomy has always been sort of the... Uh, the, the study of the wise men, right? So a lot of the apostles and prophets in the Bible were astronomers. Um, all the way back to um, uh, all the apostles were astronomers. Jesus was an astronomer. Um, you know, um, Moses, all of them were well known by the, the councils because they were so educated in the stars. And this would have been difficult back in that time because they would have had to plot out what the planets were doing every single night, even when it you know was cloudy and rainy and so on. So they didn't have tools like I'm using. And for your viewers, if you want to take a deeper dive into some of the stuff, I highly recommend that you download Stellarium. Uh, that is at Stellarium.com, I believe, and you can download a desktop version and follow the stars and pay attention to what's happening on the, on the Earth plane. But astronomy is about understanding how the stars affect what's going on in current events on the Earth plane today and how, how the energies affect us, uh, whereas astrology is the study of your own personal relationship with the stars, when your birth chart is, you know, and, and it's more of a personalized um, relationship. What we're focused on today is astronomy. So there are 12 major constellations on the, the zodiac uh, of the clock, and there's an ecliptic line that goes all the way through those. So think of it as like the, the clock, and there's a line. I unfortunately don't have a slide for this up there for you guys, but there's like a line going all the way around the circular part of the clock. And these 12 constellations are what the planets are always passing through. Now, there's also, so Jupiter takes 12 years to go all the way around that ecliptic line. And it does 12 retrogrades or loops as it goes through. And every time it passes through the constellations, each 12 years, it does these loops at different points in the constellations. So just to kind of give a basis for those retrogrades, when it first goes in, when it first starts to slow down and go the opposite direction, we call that station one. 
And then when it's at its midpoint, we call that opposition because Jupiter is at its highest and brightest. And then when it starts to slow down and go forward again, it goes back into prograde. That's called station two. That's kind of important in this story because um, there's so much happening um, as Jupiter enters into the, each of these primary constellations. So in 2013, right after Trump tweeted that, Jupiter is in Gemini. Now, Gemini is known as two people, twins, um, but it could be represent a man and a woman, a man and a man, or a woman and a woman. Um, it actually takes on multiple meanings, and multiple meanings do exist. So um, that's what Q has taught us. So in the next slide, um, number four, what happened is Jupiter went into what the, the basically the groin of the first. Nikki, um, Nikki. Yep. This is Annetta, and we are at, believe it or not, at the bottom of the hour. We need to take the break, and we'll, we'll bring you right back on the other side. Tonight, our guest is Mickey Kahn, and we are decoding the cosmos tonight. So we'll be right back. Well, I think you're looking with this great reset, you're looking at Mr. Globaloni's efforts to move everybody into a cashless society, which, you know, like it or not, that's a one-way mirror, folks. Because at that point, you're not dealing with a currency, you're dealing with a corporate coupon that they can adjust the value of at the push of a button, depending on whether or not you're good little boys and girls. And if you're getting into a system where all of the infrastructure of financial clearing is in the hands of the bankers, that's not a system you want to go into. You look at the West, and more importantly, if you look at what some people call the Anglosphere, the, the Western powers that are English-speaking, the United Kingdom, Canada, United States, and so on, I do think it's the case there. They're using a health crisis really to drive a, a political agenda. And the health crisis itself is largely blown way, way out of proportion to what's actually the case. If you look at what Mr. Globalone is up to, they are recreating slavery. And the, the thing that is unique about slavery is they now have the means of perfecting the capital because now they can literally implant your body with the means to track you. It's not going to go away overnight, but there are already, uh, I think, some hopeful signs of cracks beginning to appear in the edifice. This is Joseph P. Farrell, and for all the news the media doesn't like you to hear, tune in to the other side of the news.
And welcome back to the other side of the news. Uh, our guest tonight is Mickey Klon, and the show is called Decoding the Cosmos. And this is Kinthea co-hosting with Annette Driscoll and Timothy Saunders. Uh, Mickey, you were on slide number four, and at some point I just want to come back to a couple questions I had before you started jumping into the slides. Go for it. Okay, well... You, uh, I'm going to pass by the Nixon is a good guy because that would be a whole, (laughs) you know, but you mentioned, uh, the Alliance one and I'm not sure that all of our audience would understand they won as in how what's visible to show that they won and who is the Alliance. I know they're also referred to as the white hats. If you could share a little more background, I felt that was kind of a leap that the Alliance won. Like, they won what? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Well, so a lot of my research is based on Charlie Freak and his work on the timeline, which you can find on BitChute. It's called the Great Awakening Timeline. And um, I know that a lot of the information I'm about to share, it requires more visuals and proof. Uh, as in comms that Trump was putting on Twitter and or that was uh, put on the news. Um, But a lot of what we see in the news today is to wake up the general public. This was a global war, and it required a global alliance from multiple countries, multiple militaries. And uh, it is a very bold statement to say that we won. It is a statement that comes from Q drops, and it is a statement that I believe is true because I've read all the Q drops and I've been following Q for so long. Um, it's, you know, it's it's funny because I think the people that haven't, you literally have to look be- behind every rock and look at every single com and look in between and behind the set of some of these movie studios. Um, and by way of movie studio, I'm talking about Castle Rock, um, and even you know the. The Biden that we see today, is Biden really alive? Those are the questions, right? So I know I take it kind of extreme. Um, and these are just my beliefs. Everyone has to do their own research. I don't believe it's extreme because I believe all of this to be true, mainly because I've read it through Q and because I've seen the deltas, I've seen the comms. And so uh, when, when Q posted that it was checkmate and game over and nothing can stop what's coming, I do believe the war was won by then. But now it's a matter of waking up the rest of the world and cleaning up all of the under the deep underground bases. And there, I mean, there's still, it has to go slow. This is an enemy that has never lost. Okay. And we can't have them doing anything extreme, like starting any kind of a major war or detonating some type of big weapon. So it has to be a slow drip, a slow reveal um, for the general public to come around. Do you agree with that statement? I'm not sure what well, your audience believes. Okay, so we have talked about Biden and Castle Rock. I wouldn't say that all of our audience is on that page. A lot of our audience is. Uh, the question is, you know, like, uh, within those circles, it's assumed that we've won, but what what demonstration do we have of it in the world? The vaccines are still moving forward. There's still, you know, all these terrible things going on. I could go down a whole list. So it's, you know, I, I well, think that's because, hard for the 
average person to to see well what do you mean they won that's this is all still happening they're saying i have to get vaccinated to go to work right well i'd say let's just continue moving forward on the presentation and then people can do their own research but i really really recommend that you go and watch charlie freak's timeline because he will show you comms of when trump got each country to capitulate when they took down the 13 royal families and it all aligns with what's happening in the stars. So again, this has been a covert war. Trump made it very, very clear that he was never going to reveal any of his military operations to anyone at any time. Instead, what they did was these slow drip behind the scene photographs and gestures to show each country had capitulated. So um, this all happened in 2017. Once they took out the head of the beast, if you will, now it's a matter of, resolving all of the the underground bases all of the um you know the hidden controls the hidden weapon systems and making sure that everything's locked down so that um this enemy does not know and there's been so many traps set so many traps set i mean the the entire election was one huge military you know sting operation they had every single ballot tracked so um, if you if you read in, in Luke and in Matthew, it says that it would come upon us like a trap um, mm-hmm. because so many traps have been laid. So you look at the border crisis, you look at the vaccines, you look at all the people pushing vaccines, you look at, you know, at uh, the, the draconian lockdowns, you look at the election fraud. I mean, there's just so many traps. And I believe people have been arrested. Many have been arrested and many more arrests are to come. Well, you know, I, I I tend to agree with you, and you have mentioned three sites, websites so far. So um, later on, I will put those up. I just want to make sure I get them accurately to put them up. Absolutely. And, and it will make... So that our audience can follow you and follow what you're speaking of. Yes, and it will make, it will bring a lot of peace to people if, you know, because the more you know the more peaceful you feel about the circumstances and the situation. You know, I just kept diving deeper and deeper because I wanted to know, I wanted to believe we had won. And then when the stars confirmed it and everything lined up with the story of revelation, which I'll show, that's when I started having more and more hope and more and more peace of mind that the Alliance is completely in control. And that in fact, many of what we see, many of the situations we see right now are actually false flags by the Alliance. And I say the Alliance, we could say White Hats. Mm-hmm. But, and it's a In global, other words, the good guys. The good guys. <laughs> the global initiative to end, you know, this perpetual war. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were on slide number four, as I believe. Yes. So basically, um, Jupiter enters into the groin of one of the characters, the left character, um, in Gemini and then enters into the groin of the second character. And as soon as he comes out, we actually see a blood moon over the Virgo and it's actually over her groin. Now I know this is a little bit out there, but that would imply that she just lost her virginity. So this happened on uh, April 15th, 2014 and Gemini has 17 stars in Gemini. Now 17 is the number for Q. Um, We also have, um, Exactly 200 and um, just, just it was actually just under three and a half years prior to the sign of the Son of Man, which we discussed at the very beginning where she's clothed the sun and the moon at her feet. So this right here is approximately exactly three and a half years. So I believe that this sign, this blood moon, was the beginning of the tribulation. 
So in the Bible, in Revelation uh, 1, it says, To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and has made us to be a kingdom and priests to serve his God and Father, to him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him, and all the peoples on earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be. Amen. I just want to bring this up because in so many passages of the Bible, it's saying to look up. This was their language. They, they, they knew, and it's, it's stated in the Bible, that the devil would manipulate time, and he'd also manipulate nature in order to win this war. So the only way that they could truly give us comms is to put them in the heavens above and to use the zodiac as the clock because the, the, you know, the deep state, they can't manipulate what's happening in the stars. Um, so then Jupiter enters into cancer and he does a full retrograde over the left claw of the cancer. Now, cancer is one of those, those interesting constellations that has been, um, pretty manipulated by the deep state over time. So a lot of times in order to truly understand what's happening in a constellation, we have to study the meaning of the stars uh, because we can't find the original meanings or the meanings that they had in, in, you know, in ancient manuscripts. But in June 16, 2015 is when Trump announced that he was going to run for presidency and he came down the escalator and he gave the, the, you know, sort of the famous speech. Um, Just after that, Jupiter then comes into Leo and he does a full retrograde under the foot of the Leo. Now, what's fascinating about this timeline is that Jupiter goes down in in his first station one. He starts to slow down. He lifts the hind leg or foot. Then he comes back down into prograde, meaning he's coming back forward. And he slams down the foot of Jupiter. And right then and there, we have WikiLeaks dropping. So again, in Revelation, it says, And one of the elders said to me, Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered so that he can open the scroll and his seven seals. So this is a major disclosure. WikiLeaks is very, very, you know, incriminating to the deep state. And that was on Revelation 5.5. Now, QAnon's believe 5.5 means you know, ready, at the ready. But 55 is also Gematria for JFKJR. And it is interesting, just going to say, that this happened on March 8th, 2016. And it was, um, I'm sorry, the WikiLeaks dropped on July 22nd, 2016. And um, on the cover letter, it said, it literally read, WikiLeaks releases 19,000 plus emails and 8,000 plus attachments from the top of the U.S. Democratic National Committee. It's part one of our new Hillary Leaks series, and the leaks come from the accounts of seven key figures in the DNC. Now, why would it say seven? Does this match the seven scrolls? And if you think about it, you know, it had said that God would use his sword. Well, a modern-day sword would be a password, because sword is in the word password. And so this would have been incredibly incriminating evidence to the deep state for that to drop at that time before Hillary even, you know, uh, before the election occurred. Um, also in one of the key drops in key drop 2978, it says magic swords, question mark, NSA humor. 
So I just thought that was really, really fascinating. And there's, there's more we could talk about with WikiLeaks, but to me, that was one of the very beginning moments uh, where we saw an unveiling of scrolls. And if you think of emails, you know, those would have been modern day or, or ancient day scrolls, right? Communications or letters between people. Also in Revelation 1.8, it says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. Well, the Alpha and the Omega in the stars above are the Leo and the Virgo. So the Virgo is the first of the constellations, and the Leo is the last. So Virgo is the Alpha, Leo is the Omega, okay? So as soon as Jupiter left Leo and he starts to enter into the Virgo, he crosses over that line, that holy line of the Alpha and the Omega. And there are so many other things happening in the planets. Um, Mercury does a huge retrograde to crown her. And at that time, Trump, who is now you know, running for president, he was not president yet, he was simply a candidate, he ended up throwing kind of a very interesting, unique event um, over Mount Zion at a location called Harp of David or Navel David in um, Jerusalem. And what was really curious about this location is not only did it look out over Mount Zion, but it also had a catering hall with a harp in it. And it was just over the tomb of King David. Now, King David is the one who beat all odds in order to rule over the, he was the king of kings, meaning he was the king of the tribe of Judah, but he was also the king of the tribes of Israel. And he um, had beat all odds. It's the, the classic story of David versus Goliath in order to rule over Jerusalem. And in Revelation chapter 14, it says, Then I looked and behold a lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven, like the voice of many waters, and like the voice of loud thunder. And I heard the sound of harpists playing their harps. They sang it as it were a new song for the throne, before the four living creatures and the elders. And no one could learn that song except the 144,000 who were redeemed from the earth. These are the ones who follow the lamb wherever he goes. Now, I believe that we in this uh, panel, as well as your audience, are the army of the 144,000 because we are awakened. We can hear the song. We understand it in ways others don't. And this is a perfect representation of God receiving our prayers. It then goes on to say, these were redeemed from among men, being first fruits to God and to the Lamb, and in their mouth was found no deceit, for they were without fault before the throne of God. So um, I, I, I really always love to bring it back to this particular event, because I feel like this really was the turning point. This is when we saw the sign that said, it's over now. We're about to take control over the deep state or the cabal. Um, so then Jupiter just comes over the shoulder of Virgo. So on 9-11-2016, I believe, this is based on my research, everyone has to do their own research, that was when Hillary was seen fainting or kind of collapsing as she was picked up in the van. Does anyone remember that? I most certainly do. It looked like she was like a slab of beef that got thrown in there. 
Absolutely. And she didn't start fainting until after they opened the door. Now, I can't prove this, but I do believe JFK Jr. was sitting on the inside of that van. And when she saw him, she went into a faint. And that was the last day, I believe, that we saw Hillary. Um, After that, she was replaced with a body double. And it was the body double that gave the speech or the um, um, that went up against Trump when he said she should be in jail (laughs) at the debate. And then it was the body double who was there during that roast uh, when he said that, you know, you know, he made the comment about Hades and the village. And then um, it was also the body double that gave the second um, debate. And uh, then just after that, so just after Jupiter comes down, right before he enters into the womb, was the, uh, it was just November 8th, and that was when uh, Trump won the presidency. So just after Jupiter enters into the womb of the Virgo, everything started to happen. In the Bible, it had said that the Antichrist would turn against Israel at the last minute, that he would make peace treaties and then turn against him. Well, what I found very interesting, it was December 23rd, 2016. There was an article that came out about Obama and the United Nations pulling out of their peace agreements with Israel. And it literally said that Obama went out with a bang. Um, And I thought that was just such an interesting line uh, because December 23rd, 2016, comes to 17. But also on the very next day, so the very next day, December 23rd, 2016, would have been Christmas Eve. Now, this is a time, again, based on Charlie Freak and his research, this is a time when the deep state tends to do some pretty awful ritual sacrifice to combat the joy of Christmas. And so Trump, oh, I should say the U.S. Army and others united, planned 13 missions that were with 13 separate units, this was considered a no-fail mission to take out 13 royal families. And that happened the second that Jupiter entered into the womb. So again, people have to do their own research. This is based on what I've researched and what I've decided or that I feel is true, but people have to decide for themselves. Mickey? Yeah? So you brought up something else that I'd like you to elaborate a little more on. You mentioned the body doubles. I know what body doubles are but could you say a little more about the body doubles yeah so you know i think this one's a tricky topic i remember when i was researching this it was a little jarring um but uh, you know this is a very common thing that the deep state was doing is body switches uh oftentimes the queen had body doubles you know obviously hillary because of her status had body doubles um I believe she also had clones, but the, uh, the, the white hats tend to prefer not to use clones if they, if they don't have to. So remember when she went into the van, but then suddenly she came out with these like John Lennon glasses and she was heavier and she was smiling and she just looked much different. And if you compare side by side, Hillary Clinton and her body double, they are different heights, they're different weights. Um, and even the body double, I, I could maybe argue is a little more attractive, Um, so she looked really good during those presidential debates. And do you remember the fly landing on her face? That too, I believe was CGI. And it was a calm to show the public that the Alliance was now in control. I I wanted to bring that up actually. Uh, so yes, she did go in and, and, and for people that haven't seen this, 
she did go into uh, Chelsea's apartment there and supposedly get medical care. And about two hours later, I think it was, she emerged and she was completely different. And if you look at photographs with her standing next to Bill, her height changes by about six inches, uh, which is significant. The other thing about the fly thing is, is that uh, she wasn't the only one with the fly. Um, there was Pence with the fly landing on him, too. Um, yep, exactly. And, yeah, and uh, do you want to, I'm sure you know the, the significance of flies. Do you want to bring that up? Well, there's, so there's two things that I have, and then you, you're welcome to share your research, too. But the first thing is that um, one of the synonyms for locust is fly, black fly, but also in the heavens above, there is actually a fly constellation underneath Centaurus, which I'm just getting into the researching now called Musca. So under Centaurus, you have the crux, which is lined up with the three wise men in the heavens. And then just below that is Musca, which is a black fly. So again, I believe that the Centaurus represents the spear of destiny and the Musca, um, which from a Gemetria standpoint also lines up with uh, Gemini is part of what um, the Alliance is protecting. So I just, I don't know. I'm looking at constellations. I'm looking at Bible references. What, what did your research turn back on the black fly? Well, basically the synonym and, and that goes back to the, uh, the locust, the plague of the locusts and, and it being a, it's a symbol. Uh, so I didn't go that deep into it. I just thought it was interesting that they both um, they both had these flies landing on them, uh-huh. and it was really, really visible. I was like, well, let's put that there. And it happened I to Obama, that, too. I would add yeah. that when I think of a fly, I think of flies gathering around decomposing things, <laughs> you know, dead things. Exactly. Exactly. There's another one. There's another reference. So um, I think that, you know, when you see stuff like that and it doesn't fit and the fly, like, disappeared it didn't stay like didn't fly away and she didn't react to it so clearly it was cgi um when you see stuff like that you know it doesn't fit so that's just something like q often says you know how many coincidences until it's mathematically impossible so okay so just after um the 13 royal families were taken out Uh, We had um, Trump's famous inauguration speech where he basically has the military showing up behind him. And he's saying very clearly, we're going to bring the power back to the people. That was when Jupiter was in its station one, slowing down into its retrograde into the sort of gestation of her womb. So then when Jupiter is at its highest and brightest in her womb, Trump visits with Xi Jinping from China at the Winter White House in Mar-a-Lago. And again, the press is going nuts. Why is this happening? This has never happened. We've never seen, you know, um, a, a foreign leader come to the Winter White House. Why is this, right? And I believe that this was an alliance between Trump and Xi Jinping at that time. Um, then as Jupiter comes back up into its station one, it's, you know, the, the, mid, the, the second point where it starts to slow down and come back into prograde, that's when Trump went on his first world tour, And in that world tour, his very first stop was Saudi Arabia. Do you remember when they made so much fun of him and the sword dance? Because he was kind of goofy and he's sitting there carrying the sword dancing. And he, he, you know, kind of looked a bit like he was just like lackadaisical. Well, it turns out that he was able to get Saudi Arabia, which is the uh, financial arm of the cabal, to capitulate. 
Saudi Arabia had been funding all the politicians in the U.S. and in Europe. And again, this is based on Charlie Freak's research. So I highly recommend people go watch his timeline because you'll see several videos. Charlie Freak makes it very clear that only the king carries the sword. So he got Saudi Arabia to capitulate. Then he moved on to Israel. And he, got, he, he had his hand on the Western Wall. And he did several stops in Israel while he was there that uh, the press wasn't even allowed to follow him on. He went back behind the wall in Israel. I believe he went to visit the Church of the Redeemer. But he also, it, apparently it took the leaders in Israel a few extra days to capitulate. They didn't think he was legitimate. Uh, but, you know, when you walk into these um, foreign leaders and you drop all the information that you have on them, all the NSA data, all of the pictures, all of the emails, everything that you have on them. And you say, you can either surrender now and you work for us now, or we can take you out now and replace you. And that was pretty much the deal, you know? So they had overnight to think about it and to decide. Um, so that, then he went to the Vatican and that the comms there was that he and Melania and Ivanka were all wearing black. Ivanka and, Ava and Melania almost looked like they were visiting a funeral. You know, they had veils over their head. And Trump even told the Pope to wear his red shoes. So there's a lot of comms in that interaction um, uh, in the Vatican. Then he went to Brussels, to the NATO summit. And he showed up late. He got all of these foreign leaders to capitulate. He gave a boss man speech. If anyone hasn't heard it now that you know that they had all capitulated to him at that time, you should go back and listen to that speech because he pretty much says it ends now. No more situation, no more wars on terror. 9-11 was a disaster. This ends now. And he's very, very, you know, um, rude to these foreign leaders because he has zero respect for them. Um, then he goes uh, to the G7 summit in Italy. And once again, he has um, all of these foreign leaders to capitulate. And Charlie Freak even said that at that time he met with Soros and many of the other um, uh, technocracy leaders um, to get them all to capitulate. And he dropped all of the research, all of the data, all of the evidence right on the table and said, it's over. It ends now. So what's really fascinating about this tour that he took, this um, this first world tour is that the the plots or the stops on the map look exactly like Jupiter's transition into her womb and his gestation in her belly. So I thought that was really fascinating. They're always doing stuff like this. They 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 map things out on the Earth plane so that it matches what's happening in the heavens above. And that's, and that's actually a that's a great place to stop because I know where you're going with that and we're at break. <laughs> okay. So tonight's show is uh, decoding the cosmos with Mickey Kwan and we will be back right after break. The other side of midnight.com. Talk radio with pictures on demand.
liberate your hyperdimensional time scale, and non-linearly access over 400 hours of conversation at the cutting edge of science and thought. Join Club 19.5 to get access to exclusive content that fits your interests and time schedule. Filter episodes by guest or subject. Membership costs $9.95 a month, 33 cents a day. Talk radio with pictures on demand. The other side of midnight.com. It's funny because I think, you know, I went through my crazy phase where I made mistakes before the internet and before social media and before any of this. Whereas now you can't do that. There's no such thing. So like you're saying about black and white and what it does is it stops people expressing themselves. People are too frightened. It's like, you know, I want to say something, but if, what if I use the wrong term? But I remember a story a couple of years ago where Benedict Cumberbatch, who at the time was a darling in the media's eyes, was complaining about the disparity between the treatment of um, black actors and of white actors. And, and he was sticking up and saying, you know, they're not getting paid as well. They're not getting the jobs that they should be getting. And they're being, there is no equality. But what he said was there isn't equality for colored actors. Well, you've said colored there, Benedict, you can't do that. And so they went for him and he was vilified and he had to come out and do a big apology. Now what it was, it was, it was a slip of the tongue. He's obviously not racist. He's actively trying to say that there is discrimination and he's trying to stick up for that community, but he was vilified and attacked. And that's what happens now. And so when people make their mistakes now, they make their mistakes on the internet. They make their mistakes on social media where they're screenshotted forever. And so, I think that's all part of the conditioning that people are frightened. You know, if you're in a position where I don't know what to say, I don't know what to say, in the end you'll go, well, I won't say anything then. The fallout of this is going to be extraordinary with that because people don't realise, you know, when you, 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 you're phoning up the police and grassing on your neighbours and when all this ends, they're still going to be your neighbours and you're still going to have to live next door to them. And good luck with that. Hello everyone, my name's Gareth Ike. It's been a pleasure to talk on the other side of the news. Fantastic conversation with Kinthea, Timothy and Anetta. And I wish you all the best with a fantastic podcast. And welcome back to The Other Side of the News. Our guest tonight is Mickey Klon. The show is called Decoding the Cosmos. And uh, this is Kinthea, along with Timothy Saunders and Annette Driscoll. And before, Mickey, we continue with a thought just before the break, I wanted to back up again because 
We have had many shows talking about the 13 families and the hidden power of the global elite and so on. And so now you've announced they've been taken out. And I'm I'm sure that many of our audience are asking, well, then who are the bad actors now? Who's running this what appears to be the, you know, a, a continuous global takeover here? So uh, my I have a question about that. And then I have another question after that. Sure. Um, well, <laughs> that is a very good question. Um, again, this is based on my research. This is based on Charlie Freak's research. He and his wife are incredible. I would definitely check them out on BitChute. Um, I can share the link below on where he covers uh, his research on that topic because it goes very deep. Um, but I feel pretty strongly that um, the key figures in the alliance have been operating under their name and controlling people they continue to run some of these operations in order to wake up the world so yes coronavirus was always a planned event um it is something that is a nationally planned event and i believe that they continued forward with that as a front in order to start going into the offense and taking out some of these deep underground bases it also says in the bible that um you know that they that the, the enemy would flee into the hills the tunnels the tunneling system and they didn't want that they want them to believe that they are in control because you know the best way to win uh, the war is to make it appear weak when you are strong so are you saying that the white hats the alliance are actually acting in place of the 13 families that they've taken them out and now they're Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And this and, is so that people will realize what their agenda was. It'll be more in your face, so to speak. Well, I think there are two parts to continuing forward with the coronavirus agenda. One, it allowed us to keep people safe and behind, you know, and in their homes while they went on the offensive and started to arrest and take down you if you just look back at one point in time q said pay attention to all the resignations and there have been thousands upon thousands of resignations from key players in you know in all different industries um the banking industry the technology industries etc um so i think it's it's very much a covert war it is happening behind the scenes so it's a war that the people really don't know about, but it's happening. Yes, <laughs> it really, and if you were following, this really is Q, a movie. <laughs> if you were following Q and you're following the Bible, you would realize the entire thing was a movie, all the way down to Crossfire Hurricane mm-hmm. and Russia, Russia, Russia. Right. They had to appear weak when they were strong. They had to appear like they were not in control. Everything we've watched has been a movie and I can prove it based on the timeline. I just, I need more visuals to show people, right? Cause they need to be able to see it, to believe it all mm-hmm. the way down to when Pelosi said, I have more arrows in my quiver. That is all part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you <laughs> mentioned another term, which um, I'm sure many of our audience would not know. And some would know. And you mentioned the Pope's red shoes. Oh, geez. Are yeah. those, those red shoes? Yes. I'm going to go there myself. So let's just you go, go there, Annetta. I'm going to pass <laughs> it back to you, and then we can continue where Miki was taking us. Okay. So for our uh, listeners, I, I could come up with many photographs, and maybe I will. I'll put them in the show links. Maybe I'll find some of them. Uh, they're everywhere. 
but uh, there is significance to the red shoes. Also, the photographs, you probably would remember the photograph that Mickey was referring to when the Trumps are visiting the Vatican, and Trump is smiling away. Everyone else in the photograph looks like they're at a, a funeral, and they're very somber. And in fact, uh, the women have veils, black veils, over their faces. And uh, all of this is very symbolic. Um, so, Mickey, I'll let you take it from there. Uh, why the the why the black attire and the red shoes? Yeah, well, obviously there were many, many nefarious things happening um, below the Vatican. Um, there's a huge obelisk uh, in the center of St. Peter's Cathedral. There are statues uh, all the way around the uh, huge courtyard, um, and that too all has phallic reference. There was a lot of deep underground tunnels below the Vatican, and even all of Rome, from the Vatican all the way up north and down south, is in the shape of Orion. So uh, the St. Peter's Cathedral, the central square, and then the, I'm not sure what you call it, but the front is all, there are three stars of Orion, and um, Orion represents the hunter. And I don't know if anyone follows the cue, but at one point they said the hunted, sorry, the hunter has become the hunted. And so Orion represents sort of the power control, the Rothschild banking system, uh, the control over the Taurus. The Taurus is the bull. What did they do in Rome for entertainment but bullfighting? Because if you can use a red cape or fake media or fake banking systems to control the people, you have the right to dominate and then kill them. That was their mento, their mentality. And the red shoes obviously represents the child sacrifice. And I don't want to go too deep into that. I don't want to red pill too many people on that. I'd say do your research. <laughs> well, I, um, I'll, I'll give you guys a clue. Uh, so look at what the red shoes are made of. And yes. uh, that, that's probably a clue enough, but uh, you need to know that. And um, yeah, you need to start uh, knowing a lot of this stuff that's going on. So <laughs> we'll leave it there. But, and uh, a lot of that was built up on, in 495 AD. So that is when Rome was conquered. And it says in the Bible that 10 kingdoms would rise and then a smaller kingdom. And they, they referenced kingdoms as horns in the Bible and uh, that a smaller kingdom would rise, a little horn, and it would be different from the rest with the face of a man. And I believe that the Antichrist has come in the form of the United Nations, the face of a humanitarian effort. Um, now, that has evolved over time. Obviously, it's been working under many different names. One could say the Khazari Mafia. One could say the Jesuits. One could say many different names. But in the end, it was the, the United Nations, which was different from the rest because they acted as though they were part of the humanitarian effort, but they were very nefarious. Um, well, and, and they could be included as a nation because they, they act as if they're a sovereign nation. In fact, uh, it came up again uh, this week because of the NATO uh, base that was given to them and, and Virginia, uh, which is the which is the military force of the UN, in case someone's not clear about that, that's what that is. And uh, so it brought up this older stuff from last year about how they were out in Salt Lake City and they were the UN took over the Salt Palace and they were running their own uh, laws and regardless of the Constitution, and there's there's much documentation of this, that they were behaving as a sovereign entity, and that, that's the same kind of thing that we have, in case people aren't aware, 
when a uh, embassy is on uh, foreign soil, they have their country's sovereignty. So literally, if uh, we have a embassy in France, it's we have American constitutional law in that actual physical space the embassy's in, and that this is this is something that's reciprocated all around the world. But the UN came in and behaved as a sovereign entity, and they are not a sovereign country. They they are not a sovereign state. And no one has elected them, and no one has said we want this, and yet we have ceded sovereignty to them. So I just wanted to say that as a sideline. Absolutely. So did you guys have any other questions, or do you want me to move forward on the timeline? I wouldn't keep going. Okay. So... So just after Jupiter leaves the womb, remember, we saw that great sign in the heaven where the woman clothed with the sun, the moon under her feet, and the crown of 12 stars on her head. And she was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Now, just after that, so that was on September, actually, let's stay on this, this date, on September 23rd, 2017, is when that sign occurred in the heavens. It is biblical. That was five years minus five days to the delta of when Trump originally registered that LLC, Trump Jupiter Golf Club. So I find that very interesting because 5-5 five, five is a very common number that we see all through the Q-drops. It is the, you know, at the ready, but 55 is also JFK, JR in Gematria. So again, this is not only the midpoint of the tribulation, but this, Trump knew about this sign of the son of man. He knew about this five years prior when he registered that LLC. Coincidence? Maybe. He also tweeted on this precise day. He tweeted out, very proud of our incredible first lady. She's truly a great representative for our country. And it's this—it's the interaction between Melania and Harry, um, Prince Harry. And they are... I don't, I don't really know what the interaction was or what the interview was, but in the picture, Prince Harry shows the devil symbol with his hand where he's basically got, it's the sign. It's hard to show me you guys without the, well, it's the Masonic, it's the Masonic half hidden hand in the, in the coat. Thank you. Well, he's got two fingers showing. So it's not half hidden hand as an end, but he's actually got two fingers showing the devil's horns. And what's really interesting about that is that in the Bible, again, okay, well, actually, let's back up. So September 23rd, 2017, if you add up all the numbers in there, it comes to 24. If you divide 24 in half, it comes to 12-12. 24 is an important number because there were 24 elders in the story of Revelation, but there are also 24 stars in this sign of the Son of Man. There are 12 stars in Virgo and 12 stars creating the crown above her head. Well, in Revelation chapter 12, 12, it says, Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you will dwell in them. But woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has gone down to you. He is filled with fury because he knows his time is short. Again, this is end times for them. It is very clear in the Bible. So to me, Prince Harry is now under the control of the White Hats, and he's giving this demonic symbol because they told him to, because this is biblical, and because this is Revelation chapter 12, 12. So, um, again, I can provide more slides or links to, again, my presentation with Scott McKay so that people can see all of this visually, because uh, I think it helps to see those photographs um, when you come back and, and review this story. But then it says in Revelation chapter 12, 
3 through 4, it says, Then another sign appeared in the heaven, an enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on its heads. Now, those numbers matter. Um, it says ten horns. We'll come back to that. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth. Well, what is 100 divided by 3? 33. So 33 degree masons have been flung to the earth to fight on behalf of the devil. Then it says the dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that it might devour her child the moment it was born. So the devil's after the redeemer, right? So what happens on the earth plane the second that the that Jupiter comes out of her womb is the Vegas shooting. Now Trump was supposed to be there in Vegas as was the new crown prince of Saudi Arabia, uh, Ben Salman. And Ben Salman was there, and he was gambling, but there were tens. Remember I said ten horns? There were tens all over that event. Uh, it was Harvest 91. 91, 9 plus 1 is 10. It was on the 10th month of the year. So it was October. It was on the 10th hour. It was just after 10 p.m. Uh, the um, paddock was 64 years old. Stephen Paddock. He was 64. 6 plus 4 is 10. So they do this. The, the enemy uses these comms, but so does the alliance, right, to show who's in control. Um, so they were able to save Ben Salman. They pulled him out of the casinos and they rushed him out. And then Ben Salman was so indebted to Trump that he said, anything, Trump, anything you want me to do, I will do for you. And he went and got each of the uh, large um, social media companies to capitulate. So he went to Twitter. He went to Facebook. He knew they were all run by the CIA. And so they did the exact same thing that they did in the first world tour. They gave them all the evidence to say, you must now capitulate and work for the alliance. And a lot of the censorship, I believe, was intentional. It was a slow drip so as to keep the enemy thinking that they were winning. And to make life uncomfortable enough for us to wake up and to be able to do their secret ops while we were safely in our homes. You guys want me to continue or do you have any questions? No, go ahead. Okay. So then in Revelation chapter 12, 5, it says she would give birth to a son, a male child who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. And her child was snatched up by God and to his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness to a place prepared for her by God where she might be taken care of for 1,260 days. So again, this is sort of that midpoint. This is giving you the future three and a half years. So one plus two plus six equals nine most high. You'll see that a lot in biblical reference, but it also represents a three and a half year uh, to the end of the tribulation. Um, so then uh, this is very interesting. So we remember the three planets that were creating the crown above her head. Well, those are the three angels that come down from heaven in the story of Revelation. And the first angel that comes down because he moves swiftly in the evening offering. This is what Kim Clement said back in 2012. He said, I'm seeing a vision of the letters A and the letter Q. So A being a non Q being the Q movement. He said, and he was referencing the book of Daniel where Daniel was visited by Archangel Gabriel and that he said, you know, that Archangel Gabriel moves swiftly. And he said, it's very important we listen to this swiftly during the evening offering. Well, the fastest planet in the heavens above is Mercury. 
and it's considered the messenger planet. So Mercury comes down at this time and it, it converges or conjuncts with Jupiter. It goes over Jupiter, gets the message. Then it comes down into Mercury and we get our very first Q drop on the timeline. But in Revelation chapter 14, 6, so this is just after she gives birth to the child, it says, Then I saw another angel flying in midair. So again, look up. And he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. And this is a message of truth. It's all truth. It exposes the cabal. Every single cue drop exposes the cabal, and it's become an international movement. Then it says, he said in a loud voice, fear God and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. Well, the very first cue drop tells us the date that Hillary would be arrested. And it was, so it's, it literally describes the hour of her judgment. It doesn't just give a date. It gives an hour. And the hour is 7.45 to 8.30 a.m. And the very first two cue drops uh, have an encryption code. And this, they were using encryption codes so that we knew we could verify that it was coming from the queue, okay? But the very first two encryption, encryption codes start with 146 and 147, which are in perfect alignment with Revelation chapter 14.6 and 14.7. So again, lots and lots and lots of numerology on that first drop. So I believe that was the first angel that came down. That was Mercury, and it's moving quickly. So it comes down first from the crown above her head. Then the second angel comes down in the story of Revelation, and it says, a second angel followed and said, fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, which made all the nations drink the maddening wine of her adulteries. Well, now we all know what that is. Um, our, our listeners might not know what that is. Um, some people do. <laughs> Well, Annetta, I'm going to let you do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, this is what's referred to as the party drug, and it's it's really vile. It's made. Um, it is it is a uh, product that's made from tormented children's blood, and I and I would uh, encourage you to look into this. Um, they there's. Uh, it's one of those censored words, uh, but uh, the uh, the operating system for Google is Adrenal, and then it's Chrome, and uh, I found that interesting. So if you look up those words uh, that and make it one word, you'll find all kinds of information. And I have to tell you guys that when I first encountered all of this, I thought this is really way out there. But um, sadly, I'm absolutely sure it's not. So anyway, that's what. That's what we're referring to there. And you can, again, do your research. Please do your research. Don't ever take anybody's word, not my word, not anybody's word. Do your own research. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Go Absolutely. ahead. Absolutely. And it's referenced in the Bible all over the place, especially in chapter 18 in Revelation. It talks about, you know, they will no longer drink the blood of prophets. Uh, well, it, I, it talks about yeah, that. and I, I want to say this, too, about, about historically where we are with this, because this is a, something, this substance has been... Again, it's all through uh, this vile practices is talked about um, in the Bible and in, in the many ancient texts. And it's also, you know, if you think back about the uh, the mythology or this, the stories we hear about even um, vampirism and even fairy tales, if you really listen to fairy tales, the classics, uh, 
you know, they're referring to these kinds of things all the way through. And uh, once you once your eyes are open to this, you start seeing. It's like, oh my gosh, it's been all around me my whole life, but I never recognized it. And uh, this is part of this awakening, as as painful as that is. Uh, it's important that you understand and know that because how can we uh, do anything about it if we're unaware that it's even occurring? So that's really that when we talk about awakening, we're talking about awakening on so many levels, and this is one of them. Okay. Yeah, and I think Mel Kay says it so well. She said one of the the most horrendous thing that the devil has ever done was teach us that or to convince us that evil doesn't exist. And I think a lot of people have a hard time wrapping their head around the fact that anyone could be so evil. Um, But I do believe that in the timeline that Venus came down and it converged over Jupiter. And, you know, we see this in the story of Revelation chapter 14. I do believe that in the timeline they had taken down most of the controlling arm of the cabal. So the, uh, the 13 royal families, the financial arm, the, um, the Vatican, which was the religious arm, and then the U.S., which was the military arm of the cabal. You know, I, I think I want to insert something here, too. One of the questions that Cynthia had brought up, and I'm sure many of our listeners have this, and, and it's like, how do we know that any of this actually happened? Um, well, from my observational point of view... I have noticed that certain things that were getting out there, which were always pretty well impossible to get out there into the public arena, even though we have huge censorships, things are getting out. People are waking up. Uh, people that were in the uh, military, I was in the military, but I wasn't, I wasn't anything like special forces and stuff, but people I know that were in those fields, when they tried to speak up before, they were getting, you know, really... You know, threatened, and now all of that stuff is starting to loosen up, let go. And I, I, you know, if you look at the details of what is now being revealed and how it's being revealed, and the way information is being released, um, if the cabal was truly in charge, I think that we would see a lot more draconian measures. We would already have forced vaccination. We would already have a lot of things going on that simply are not going on. And I don't think we would be having nearly the amount of disclosure. And the disclosure, if you've been listening to our show at all, every week we have more and more, and it's faster and faster disclosure. So I think those are the signs that you need to be aware of. So Exactly. We weren't allowed to speak about this stuff just even two years ago. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the, the, the party substance we were just talking about, that was a <laughs> no way. <laughs> exactly. Or, or the red shoes or things like this, right? So. And, and just for your audience, I do have a website called OurGreatAwakening.org, and I have basically saved all of the videos that I was watching to learn more about these items. So the pedophilia, uh, the AC, the, um, you know, the, the politics, the banking system, the false flag events, all of it. So uh, you know, if you're looking for wake-up videos or if you want to take them in pieces, uh, you're welcome to check that, that reference out. Um, you it that, is in so- your bio as well. Yes, Okay, so go ahead. Well, I know oh, we're I just almost to break, it but again. I, hmm? Oh, go ahead, Kendia. Yeah, I'm just curious. Previously, you mentioned about, I think you mentioned about weather, and I know we've been looking at geoengineering. Is there anything in your timeline about geoengineering and the use of weather to wreak havoc? Yes. Um, 
there were there were a few points in time where I was analyzing things that Trump was saying, and I was looking for hurricanes or you know uh, events because there are a lot of points in the Bible it says that there would be storms or there would be earthquakes you know things of that nature, um, and so just one example of that is you know Trump kept saying that Biden is shot he's Gonzo right well during the time he was saying Gonzo there was a big um, hurricane right over Gitmo called Gonzalo. So these things are not coincidences, you know, he's always referencing something. Uh, another one, and I can get into that in a few minutes because it, it hasn't happened yet on my timeline, but was Crossfire Hurricane. Um, so I do believe that there were earthquakes that were occurring that were planned, you know, to take out certain dumbs. Um, but I, I didn't, I haven't gotten too much into the weather manipulation. I've just been kind of paying attention to the, the higher like points of the timeline. Um, so in November 5th, oh, and I think, Annetta, you wanted me to repeat the, the website address. It's just right. www.ourgreatawakening.org. And it's just a reference of videos for people to help them and assist others in waking up, assisting their friends and family, et cetera. And guess what? <laughs> We're at the bottom of the hour okay. already. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're listening to The Other Side of the News, and our wonderful guest is Mickey Klon. And the show is called Decoding the Cosmos. And co-hosting are Timothy Saunders, Annette Driscoll, and myself, Kinthea. We shall return. One of the ways that this organized crime system has been able to monopolize the media and has been able to uh, control the government and control perception at a, on a wide scale. Is because it's the banks at the core and they've been given the privilege of creating money out of thin air using a technique called fractional reserve banking. Where the central banks backstop the money center banks to create money out of thin air. So when you go to get a loan, whether it's a mortgage or a car loan, that's not depositor money that they're loaning you. Uh, they just credit your account with some dollar credits and you're off to the races. And then you spend the rest of your life paying interest on a mortgage that somebody created out of thin air. And that's the reason why the bank is the largest building in every city on the planet. Because they're making outrageous profits by getting to loan money at interest that they created out of thin air. This is Etienne de la Boissy Squared, the author of Government, the Biggest Scam in History, Exposed. And some of my favorite conversations are the ones that I have on the other side of the news with Timothy 
Annetta, and Kinthia. Thank you for doing what you do and providing the service that you provide. And welcome back to The Other Side of the News. This is Annetta, and I'm here with my co-host, Timothy Saunders and Kinthea. And our special guest this evening is Mickey Klon. And tonight we're talking about the cosmos. So we were in the middle of the timeline, and I think we left off where the second angel was coming down with the three planets, three stars. So if I'm wrong, just fix me. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. So that was the second angel. That was Venus. And then comes down Mars. And in Revelation chapter 12, I'm sorry, sorry, chapter 14, 9 through 12, it says, A third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and its image and receives its mark on their forehead or on their hand, they too will drink the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath. They will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever. There will be no rest day or night for those who worship the beast and its image. For if anyone who receives the mark of its name, this calls for a patient endurance on the part of the people of God who keep his commandments and remain faithful to Jesus. This has been difficult on those of us who are awake, right? Sometimes we feel like we're an echo chainer and no one's listening. So on November 5th through 13th, 2017, Trump takes his second world tour. He starts with Hawaii, but then he goes into Japan, and he gets Japan to capitulate, then South Korea. Then he goes to Beijing, and he visits the Forbidden City. No president has been to that Forbidden City. It was extremely, extremely rare. And again, check out Charlie Freak's video so that you can see all the the footage of this particular interaction. And Q talks about this. He talks about, you know, um, how unique this was. Um, then Trump travels to Vietnam. Then he goes to Hanoi, which was the where the prison camp of the Anand say no name, <laughs> McCain. I'm not even allowed to say the name in my group of people, but that was where the prison camp for McCain was. Then he travels to the Philippines. And in each location, he gets each country to capitulate. And uh, once again, his map tour looks exactly like the outer stars of the womb that Jupiter just left. Uh, and I was just going to make a comment on that. You know, this is something that the deep state has done for, for centuries. Uh, all over the Earth plane, you will find layouts of the constellation Orion. You'll actually also find layouts of Leo and other uh, constellations. So for them to plan these tours to match the constellation above is just reiteration that this is happening on the Earth plane and in the heavens above. Yeah, I wanted to, before we leave that topic, if you do look and you're interested in work for, like, the example of a tunnel system, etc., it absolutely follows the constellation layout. So you can, you can verify that for yourself. Yep, I believe they're harnessing the energies from these stars and these in these constellations, uh, and the ley lines are actually above, not below. Uh, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> um, so again, this the story of Revelation is is not necessarily um, 
sequential over the timeline. It's, it's kind of asynchronous. It bounces around. Uh, so I know I'm bouncing around Revelation. I highly recommend people go back and read this chapter. It is the best story in the Second Testament because it is the story of how we win. And when you read it with 2020 vision, you'll see it completely differently. And if you want to start on chapter 18 and think of the Suez Canal, you should start there because it will make you feel very happy knowing that we won, that we win. God wins. It says all on the key drops multiple times, checkmate, nothing can stop what's coming. They thought we would look at the stars in Hollywood. God wins. Um, okay. Okay. So moving forward um, in, in Revelation chapter six, it mentions that I watched the lamb open the first of the seven seals. Then I heard one of the four living creatures say in a voice like thunder, come. I looked and there before me was a white horse. Its rider held a bow and he was given a crown and he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest. Well, Prince Al-Walid, the original Al-Walid bin Tal, was the prince of Saudi Arabia. And he was one who was quite active. And quite corrupt in the sale, especially of the, you know, the party drug. And he had a crown, but he also paid for Obama's college and his, uh, and his grooming to be president. Uh, so uh, many could say that Obama was the white horse. And again, in Qudra, CQ has taught us that double meanings exist and that where the sounds of words matter. So I know this may feel like a stretch, but I see it as being very clear. It's rider held a bow. So the rider was Prince Al-Walid. His bow was Obama. And Obama, when he gave his acceptance speech, was under the white horse in Denver Broncos Stadium. And when he gave that acceptance speech, he was also in this huge stage. It was like a big fabricated panthe- oh, sorry, um, Pergamon, which is also in Berlin, and it was where Hitler reigned, and the Pergamon is where they had moved um, the, the throne of Zeus. Uh, it's a whole long story, but this had a lot of meaning to them, a very satanic meaning. And so when Obama gave his acceptance speech, this was, this was a pivotal moment in time. Um, and so I believe that Obama was the white horse. And in one of these key drops, it said, both party, the, the Democratic Party, each had a horse in the race. And I actually believe that the Clinton Foundation was the pale horse. Uh, and, and I won't get too far into the various horses, but I do think it's something that's very interesting for people to look deeper into. So January 13th, 2018, we get a cue drop that says, checkmate. And again, this to me, we're, we're watching a 5D chess match where it's all uh, art of war um, and it's all about appearing weak when you are strong. Um, so once again, March 10th, 2018, it says they thought the sheep would follow the stars. This is a cue drop again. And yes, most of us were watching the stars in Hollywood. And in fact, this is very interesting. So now that we've covered the sign of the son of man, if you go back, I believe it was the Emmy Awards, Beyonce was wearing this huge headdress. Uh, she was pregnant and she did a full performance for all the world to see because they thought that they were going to win this battle. They were literally reenacting the sign of the son of man. They even had her on a chair leaning back with 24 dancers or 24 elders and a moon. So they were literally reenacting this sign of the son of man where Beyonce was the queen. 
So they know, they know all about this story in the heavens above. Um, so I don't have the exact date on this one, but do you guys remember? Oh yeah, here it is. It's 7, 26, 2018. That's when Putin passed the soccer ball to Trump and then Trump passed the ball over to Melania. Now this too is biblical. It says in chapter revelation, uh, chapter 14, it says, then I looked and behold a white cloud and on the cloud sat one like the son of man having on his head a golden crown and in his hand, a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him who sat on the cloud, thrust in your sickle and reap, for the time has come for you to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. Now, you remember the sickle and hammer of the Russian-Soviet Union symbol. That was a sign that they were controlled by the communists. And remember, all through the Bolshevik Revolution, uh, you know, millions upon millions of Russians died of starvation, um, and, and they were under severe attack by um the cabal or the um, the Soviet Union. And so above the Virgo in the heavens is a character named Boots. And Boots, of course, is holding the sickle and he has a spear in his other hand and a golden crown. So all of these stories line up with the constellations. Uh, I also think that there's another angel that's mentioned in Revelation chapter 12 that represents China because they too have been under communist control and it's time for them to, to reap because the harvest of the earth is ripe. Okay, so then on May 14th, 2018, Ivanka opens the embassy in Jerusalem. So why was Trump so focused on declaring Jerusalem as the capital city of Israel? It was originally declared under Tel Aviv. Why was it so important to him? Well, he was completing the promise, Abraham's promise, or Abraham's accord, and the promise that King David had made, the root of David, had made to God that he would move the temple uh, to Jerusalem and that he would place the Ark of the Covenant in the temple. And in Matthew, I believe it's chapter 25, it says that nations would rise up against Israel. And at this time, you would see the war happen within a lifetime of nations rising up against Israel. Well, May 14th, 2018, the day she opens this embassy, it was the exact 70-year delta of when Israel declared its independence and all nations rose up against it. Hmm. Interesting that it would be the exact 70-year delta. Also, very, on that, very interesting. It's a lot of coincidences, huh? <laughs> too many, too many. They start to stack up. Um, so on that exact same day, Jupiter is in Libra. Okay, so Jupiter does another full retrograde in Libra. Now, remember, Jupiter is our king planet. Jupiter represents Trump and the alliance. So Jupiter is in Libra, which is considered the judgment or the shrine. So the shrine or altar um, would represent this embassy. But on that exact same date, we get a cue drop that says pain coming with the Punisher logo. So think judgment. And then on a year anniversary of the opening of that embassy, uh, we have, you know, news articles saying embassy is a new shrine in ancient Jerusalem. Um, you know, so there are all these other countries that are um, recognizing this new stronghold, if you will. Uh, another thing just to point out is that Trump had constantly been tweeting about on-time, on-budget projects in Jerusalem. Okay, so while Jupiter is in Libra, this is when we saw McCain die. 
and we saw his funeral with the wrinkled flag. That's another huge calm. This is when we saw George Bush Sr.'s funeral, and we saw them opening up letters. This is when, oh, and by the way, Trump came late to that funeral, and he left early, and they locked the doors behind him. We have not seen Jeb or Laura Bush since. We haven't seen Bush Jr. since. And, you know, we believe that, that they were taken to Gitmo at that time and that the like Obama and Michelle were replaced with body doubles. This was also a time when we started getting these infamous lists of people heading to Gitmo, famous people, people from Hollywood. Um, now, those were hard to corroborate, but this is the time in history when we were getting those lists start to come out. Um, next, uh, Jupiter enters a full retrograde, retrograde in the heel of the knees of Ophiuchus. Now, Ophiuchus is the god of healing in Greek mythology. He is wrestling serpents. Serpents is considered the snake that was in the Garden of Eden. And serpents is just so happens to be wrestling and trying to get after a crown constellation called none other than Corona Borealis. And while Jupiter is doing its full retrograde at the knees of Ophiuchus, we have coronavirus. Um, so, so then uh, Jupiter goes into Sagittarius. Now, Sagittarius is half horse, half man carrying a bow and arrow. And his bow and arrow is pointed at Scorpio. So Scorpio has 13 stars. And what's really interesting is Jupiter actually pulls back the bow so he doesn't just go over the head. He doesn't go over the legs or the feet or the bow itself. He pulls back the bow. And uh, as the bow is pulled all the way back, that's when we have all these Antifa riots happening. And that's when Trump comes out and he says, um, he says in front of the uh, St. John's Church. Do you remember when he held up the Bible in front of St. John's Church because they had burned down St. John's Church? Well, St. John is the one who wrote the, the story and the prophecy of Revelation. And Trump was actually holding up a family revival Bible. And he basically, again, said, you know, this ends now. And behind him is this sign with all these comms, which I decode in front of, you know, Scott McKay, if anyone wants to go more in depth on this. As the arrow is coming forward on the Earth plane, we start seeing all those explosions. Do you remember all those random explosions like in Lebanon? And they were massive. Uh, nobody really knew. Is this, you know, white hats? Is this black hats? Well, there were actually 13 explosions within 13 days. So think of 13 arrows in the United States seal. Think of 13 arrows in the quiver. As the arrow is coming forward, I know I'm fast forwarding now because I know our time's getting a little short. So I'm just going to fast forward for you guys. As the arrow comes all the way forward, that's when we had the Republican National Convention and Melania comes out with this stunning green dress, green for go. Do you remember when I told you that first tweet? It said that it would look so good between range, putting green will happen. So at this moment in time, the arrow is facing all the way towards Scorpio, 13 royal families, one shot, and Hershey comes out with a green dress green for go, and the very next few days, Trump signs the Abraham Accords, thereby bringing peace to the Middle East and in completing the promise of Abraham's covenant. At that point in time, we started seeing Q drops saying, the hunters have become the hunted, as Jupiter starts to zero in on, the, on Saturn. 
Now, Saturn has been ruled by the Rothschild family. A lot of the horrible events that have taken place, things like 9-11, etc., is when Saturn was in the Taurus. So Saturn represents Father Time, our history. Everything we've ever known has been under their control. So they've manipulated our time. They've manipulated our history. They've manipulated facts. They've manipulated news. And so at this point in time, Jupiter is zeroing in to converge over Saturn on December 21st, 2020. Now we have perfect 2020 vision. And uh, on March 6th, 2021, I believe that was the end of the tribulation where Jupiter enters into Capricorn and we see Trump go off to uh, Switzerland to sign the fin- to finalize Jasara Nasara. All of this is happening behind the scenes. There were also um, news articles that came out on that date saying that it was the official fall of the cabal and all the numerology lines up again i'd have to share all my slides and all my research but i highly recommend people go watch the two-hour presentation that i give scott mckay so that you can really see jupiter on its movement through the heavens so you can see you know slides and graphics of all the numerology that i'm putting together for this i know this is a lot of information that i'm gathering from a lot of different sources whether it be like i said news tweets um q drops um events etc so I'll, I'll conclude there and open it up to questions if anybody has any. Uh, well, I'm, geez, <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Uh, let's see. Well, I, I actually, we kind of went zipping over the little bit about the Corona uh, constellation there. And I know that's pretty interesting because of what's going on. So could you go a little bit more into depth with that? Absolutely. So Sagittarius plays a key part. And Sagittarius is protecting another um, constellation just below him called Corona Australis. So there are two Corona crowns. And so if you think of sort of like a Greek hairpiece, like made of leaves, that's what Corona Australis looks like, which Sagittarius is protecting. And the Corona Borealis is up above serpents and, and Ophiuchus is struggling to protect us by not allowing serpents to get to this corona borealis, which looks exactly like a crown in the heavens. So think of it as a gold crown. So I think of the corona borealis as being the bad reset and the corona astralis as being the good reset back to, you know, um, the gold standard. Does that answer your question? Yes. And and so, and actually the gold standard. So let's let's go into that a little bit about some of these other things that are going on. For example, the banking system, and, uh, you know, my understanding is, is we're, we're about to have a collapse on the financial. Is that showing up or, in, you know? Yes, that... absolutely. Okay. So in the stars, we are entering into the age of Aquarius. So Jupiter is currently doing a full retrograde now in the belly, the sacral chakra of Aquarius. Aquarius represents the mixing of the waters, the bringing of new technologies, uh, the coming of the age. And it also represents the, you know, the Jasara Nasara, where all debts will be paid and the Jubilee. So if you do Aquarius in Gematria, it comes to 107, quantum 107, um, currency 107, treasure 107. So we are entering into the golden age. And uh, it's interesting because if you track back in time, 6,000 years ago, we were in the age of the Taurus. And then 2,000 years later, we were in the age of the Aries. 
Then we entered into the age of the Pisces, which was the church age, the fishermen of man represented by Jesus Christ. And now we're entering into the age of Aquarius, which brings us back into unity. Um, the, the Pisces are two fish and they're being pulled apart. So think of it as if we were, we've been divided. We've been divided in every way, even divided by our own faith. There were times that people even questioned that they were one with the collective consciousness. And, you know, I guess a good analogy there is, you know, if you took a drop of water out of the ocean, it wouldn't question that it belongs in the ocean. And when it's in the ocean, it knows it's part of the ocean. We are entering into an age of unity, an age where everything is combined, knowledge, history, facts, you know, our, our eternal life may in fact be that we, and that is promised in the Bible, eternal life is promised in the Bible, and it may in fact be that we learn where we go when we reincarnate. So it's just, it's the age of information and the mixing of the waters. So uh, right now, if you look at deltas and you look at comms, like I said, um, if you go back 150 years ago, we saw that uh, letter from Pike that was describing the plan to take out all of humanity, you know, humanity through three massive world wars. On that 100-year delta of when they wrote that letter on August 15th, on the 100-year delta, we saw Nixon take us off the gold standard. And now here we are at the 50-year delta this coming August 15th, 2021. If they make the Dasar announcement at that time, it would be it would be biblical because it would be the jubilee. Well, do you think they're actually going to make an announcement, though? I mean, my from people I'm hearing, there are people that are suddenly having debts removed, et cetera. So it hasn't really been announced, but it's it seems that things are happening that we're probably should be picking up the clue phone, but a lot of people aren't. Exactly. You know, only future will tell. I've made predictions in the past and been wrong, so I hate to, <laughs> you know, I hate to, I do feel like the timelines are fluid at this point based on many things, many, many, many factors. We only see the tip of the iceberg, but I do believe that the quantum system is in place, that it is up and operational, and that, you know, it had to be that way for quite some time before they even announced it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, I think it's, it's eking in. Um, you know, I, I heard you on some other show talking about, and this is kind of going backwards, it's not really on the timeline, but to put it in perspective, you were talking about movie theaters and uh, the, di- the different people were going to different uh, movies in the same theater. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's like a drive in theater. And I say drive in for a reason, but it's like in theater one, you can watch the mainstream news. And all the people doing that are wearing like the 3D glasses and they're wearing their masks, you know, and they're terrified uh, because it's keeping them in this perpetual state of fear. Movie theater two is the Patriot News, um, you know, where you're watching, you know, General Flynn and you're listening to Lynn Wood. And, you know, these are the people that are, are aware something major is going on. They're aware of the fraud. They're aware of election fraud, but maybe they don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Then you've got the backstage passes, which are like the QAnon, because back there we're like looking at the making of, we're looking at, you know, Castle Rock and the mistakes they're making and the bloopers from Biden and the masks that these people are wearing. And, you know, it's getting funnier and funnier. It's like the matrix is crumbling. But then on, you know, theater seven, where there's nothing playing, you could just drive over there and look up into the heavens above and read Revelation, the 2020 vision, and see there's an entire movie playing out up in the stars above. 
But I would take it even a step further and say there's even stories of of um, mythology that are playing out. Because I just gave the story of Revelation, but there's also the Battle of Troy that's playing out, which started in Gemini and will end in Aquarius. Aquarius 107, Warhorse 107. Can you imagine the joy and excitement when we find out how many people are still alive that we thought were dead? Mm, yeah, that, that does bring up that, yes. And how many people are dead that we're hoping, you know. <laughs> yep, both ways. Opposite. <laughs> right. Um, so we're coming close to the end of the show. And I, I'd like to ask you, is there something that you want to leave our audience with that's, you know, anything that you feel is so important to say right now? Yeah, I would just say the only thing I really didn't take time to go through was the Suez Canal. That to the evergreen the ever given getting stuck in the Suez Canal is so biblical. It is literally the parting of a second Red Sea. So if you look at the Red Sea, it looks like rabbit ears. Mm -hmm. And when Moses parted the Red Sea, he parted it on the right ear. And when the ever given parted the sea, I say parted the sea, it went from sea to canal to lake. Now that's also biblical because Mar a Lago is sea to lake. Well, we had to be rebirthed. We have now been taken off of maritime law. We are no longer corpserations at sea. We are now knowingly, willingly, you know, um, governed by the law of the land. And I believe that was an incredibly biblical reference. So if anybody wants to go back and read Revelation with 2020 vision, I highly encourage you to read chapter 18 because it literally describes, you know, woe to all of these um all of these shipmen because they would be losing millions upon millions of dollars per day. And I believe they're losing some $400 million an hour. So, uh, that too, it's literally, it's very literal, um, what's going on in the earth plane. So, yeah, I would just say, I would encourage people to go back and reread that chapter, um, knowing full well that God wins. Okay. All right. So, um, I actually, too, on the, the Suez Canal thing, did you want to talk at all about the climate stuff in there? Or, I mean, we've got a short time, so I don't know if that's something you can cover that fast. But The climate change? The the climate devices that were in the Ever Given, the Turkish reports. No? Sorry, sorry about that. I lost my headset there. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Did you say climate change? I'm really sorry that I lost you. Oh, well, they were, you know, there was a lot of technology supposedly on the Ever Given that was 30 years of technology that they were going to use for climate change and to change our whole food supply chain. But yes, there were a lot of rumors. There were rumors that they found children, rumors that they found, you know, bioweapons and vaccines. Um, I don't know that anything was ever proven mm -hmm. on that regard. Um, I would like to think they have things a lot more contained. But I also heard that there was there were bioweapons that could have killed millions. So again, I don't I can't really verify or corroborate any of those claims at this time. I do feel that it was a message because we were in complete control of that ship. Um, there are too many um, comms that came with it. The path that the ship took before it entered into the canal was quite interesting. Uh, the tugboats that came to the rescue were quite interesting, you know, yeah, too all many names. coincidences. Mm -hmm. Well, Mickey, it's been great. We're at the very end of the show. So I want to thank you for coming on and uh, 
we're going to close the show. So you've been listening to The Other Side of the News, and our show tonight has been Decoding the Cosmos with our special guest, Mickey Kahn. Kahn, sorry. And uh, our co-host is Timothy Saunders and Kinthea and myself, Anetta. We'll see you next week. Bye.